This week on the Tech on Tap podcast, we reveal the new goodness that is Snap Center 4.1 with Stephen Cortez and brand new TME, Janine Walter. Welcome to the Tech on Tap podcast with Justin Parisi. I love NetApp. Oh, yeah. NetApp. I love this company. Zipoc. Zipoc. I love NetApp because it's so funny. Hello and welcome to the Tech on Tap podcast. My name is Justin Parisi. I'm in the studio here today with uh, some special guests on the WebEx. Uh, with us today is Stephen Cortez. Hi, Stephen. Hello, Justin. How's it going? Another wonderful day in the neighborhood. Couldn't be bothered to get out of your desk and come walk down to the podcast studio, huh? Huh? Yeah, you know. <laughs> anyway, so Stephen, if people are not familiar with who you are and what you do here at NetApp, if you could fill us in. Sure. Uh, Steven Cortez, virtualization technical marketing engineer here at NetApp. I'm based out of Greensboro, North Carolina, a little bit far from the RTP office. That's why I'm not in there today. Oh, um, you're in Greensboro. That makes more sense. Yeah. yeah. Um, so my focus areas here um, include uh, NetApp's unified appliance for the virtual storage console, Boston provider and storage replication adapter, as well as the Snapsetter plugin for VMware, um, and all around pretty much subject matter expert for anything on tap with VMware. Um, also, um, I know you, you always bug me in the past because I, I always forget to, to do this, but I am a, a social media influencer with a, as a tech advisor for the NetApp A team. There you go. That's what I wanted to hear. <laughs> Shout out to Sam Moulton, our AT mom. That's right. As well as I'm a, uh, I'm a uh, VMware VMUG leader. All right. There you go, Stephen Cortez. And uh, if we want to reach you on Twitter, how do we do that? Uh, at MSC Productions. All right. And Janine Walter uh, is here yeah. as well. So, Janine, again, if you could tell everyone what you do here at NetApp and how to reach you on social media. Sure. I am uh, the TME for the Snap Center server. Um, I'm still relatively new to NetApp, so I'm just kind of learning about all these things, which is super fun. But I've been in data protection for um, well over 20 years, which is amazing because I'm only 25, so I was very young. Wow, you've been doing data protection since you were in diapers. It's fantastic. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. From TP to DP. And I'm I'm just a tiny bit further outside of RTP because I actually live in Sarasota, Florida. Uh, so I'm not joining you there either. I'm actually at home as well because it's a heck of a commute on a daily basis. Yeah, I would imagine. Um, do you know Florida Man? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I do follow that on Twitter because the things that happen in Florida, see, it's not just like the good people like me that want to move to Florida. It's all the idiots of the world that want to live here too because the weather is awesome. <laughs> they, they're, I would argue they're already there. <laughs> they don't, they don't, it's not like there's a migration yeah. of these people. They're just kind of there. I think the weather just gets in their heads. Like that guy who yeah. brought the alligator to the, uh, to the convenience store. Uh, you know, that's literally 10 minutes from my house. He, the, the Wawa. he yeah, couldn't remember he did it either, yeah. so that was great. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. That's t- pretty typical Florida for you. Um, and you can reach me at, at J9Walter on Twitter. All right. So um, we're here today to talk about Snap Center uh, 4.1, the newest release. We have had previous podcasts on Snap Center. The most recent podcast we did was Snap Center 4.0. That was episode 124. 
Uh, so we're going to talk about what's new in Snap Center 4.1. Uh, but first, let's just kind of cover what Snap Center is in general. So Janine, um, putting you in the hot seat. <laughs> yeah. So um, you know, um, I, I, I guess I can toe the corporate line on this one and say, um, you know, it kind of gives you the application consistent um, disk-based backups and rapid granular restore of application consistent recovery. So you can do your, your application consistent snapshots, and we have plugins for many different applications at this point. Um, and it gives you quick granular recovery too from those, as well as the ability to do cloning. Um, and it uh, basically includes the Snap Center server and then there are plugins to protect all the different various um, applications and databases and um, Windows host file systems. And as Steve will talk about, uh, VMs, um, and he can, he can handle the virtualization part of this. And the cool thing about it is that, you know, there's a centralized server and then there are plugins that you can um, push out to these remote application hosts and protect them. And one of the really neat things about Snap Center that's kind of different from a lot of other products that are out there is it gives you role-based access control. So you can control who's accessing this to do the, not only just the backups, but also the restores. And a lot of times when you're um, working with other data protection project, products, the main person that's doing the backups has um, access to everything. Um, and I, I'm just going to tell a story about when I first got into backups. Um, and, and just kind of being a, a rogue employee for a little while. Um, I wanted to see what someone made in my group, what their salary was, and so I actually did a restore of the database and looked. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> very, very bad. Don't True confessions. But, yes, but um, those are things that with Snap Center you would be able to protect and not, not have someone be able to do that. So I think that's actually a really, a really neat feature that, um, that Snap Center deploys and is part of. So I think that's a a great feature and um, one that we should uh, uh, we should definitely tout for our our, uh, our um, customers. Stephen, how'd she do? She did great. I don't know, man. Hold on, <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm gonna say this. <laughs> we were looking for single pane of glass. <laughs> I didn't hear that. Where's the buzzword? Where's the buzziness? You're in technical marketing. You gotta buzz it up. Single uh, pane of glass. <laughs> anyway. Pane of glass. Yes. So yeah, that, that was a great summary. I I, I kid. Uh, so that's pretty much it in a nutshell. You know, it's a it's a centralized way to back up multiple things and oh, to keep did I not rope. Say that? I, I, I didn't you, say centralized. But you might have. I mean, you might have said that, but you didn't say single pane of glass, which is what we were looking for. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> okay. All right. So no, that's okay. It's fine. Um, I wanted to put you on the hot seat. Uh, so yeah, I mean, it's it's a great way to back up everything in your environment. You know, more or less. I mean, we we do have some limitations, and we'll kind of touch on that. We'll, you know, so today. What do we back up with Snap Center? What sort of things do we cover? I'll let, I'll let Steve cover the, the VMware side of the house, and then I'll cover the, the other plugins that we have. We have plugins for SQL. We have plugins for Exchange. We have plugins for Oracle um, on Linux, um, as well as uh, SAP HANA. Um, so we cover that. Actually, I was just talking to that group the other day, and they're doing some really interesting new things with the SAP HANA plugins. Um, and then we also have uh, the ability to create custom plugins. So if you do have mm -hmm. um, maybe an application that we didn't just mention, um, in fact, actually I was talking to the SAP guys because there are people who use SAP with um, MaxDB or they use it with Oracle or something like that. And um, although they were also telling me that by, I think it's 2020, everyone has to use HANA. So SAP is cracking down on that. But anyway, in the time being when people are using other things, 
um, you can write your own custom plugins too. Uh, and and there's, there's guides that can help you walk you through that and um, make it a little bit easier for you if you want to create your own custom plugin. Um, I imagine this leverages all the APIs that we have uh, within ONTAP as well as the SnapSet. Yes, correct. Yep. So, and then you have one central place to do all the backups and scheduling, create your policies and your resources, and um, one area to check if something didn't, didn't run or if you want to get a report on that or you want to do a recovery, you can all do it in one central location, which makes life a lot easier. Do we do NAS backups? Trick question. <laughs> Uh, yes, well, well, not as part of the native, although that, that is coming back. And there is a new custom plugin that was created through the community, yeah. um, which is the center plugin for storage. Excellent. So, no, yes, no, sort of. <laughs> sort of, kind of, sort of, maybe <laughs> later. It depends. Yeah, we'll go, we'll go, I'll go with the, you know, the Bill Clinton answer depends, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, really, what it comes down to is yes, but not currently yes, officially right. supported, but yes, it works. Yes, it does work, and there's um, there will be uh, enhancement made to that, and it'll probably um, uh, at, at some future date be brought into the fold as well. Uh, but yes, not not as part of the main core product, but there is a custom plugin um, for storage. And Stephen, tell us about the vCenter integration there with SnapCenter. So I think the the, the big um, point to make with with the VMware plugin is that uh, from uh, VSC 7.0 and above that that we had VMware based backups, you know, uh, part of the VSC. And uh, at that point, we, we decided to, to, to take that apart and build a plugin for Snap Center that was more robust. Um, the the VSC or the SMVI based backups were very, very, it worked, but it was very limited, right? It, it was a one to one type of relationship you had to create. Uh, one policy, one backup, you know, for every single VM or data store. Uh, it, that was great when you had a handful of VMs, but if you had hundreds of thousands of them, that became uh, a problem. SnapTitter came in and and um, really took over that and and took away that limitation because you, you, the policies and, and resource groups are reusable. It, it's really it's really really cool. So from from the ground up, you have the, this simplicity. Uh, uh, mindset that everything is, is reusable, is faster to, to, to pr produce, so you can protect your, your data faster and more efficiently. Uh, the VMware uh, plugin um, right now um, includes some, some really cool features. Um, we have uh, a method to install it either on uh, its dedic a dedicated VM or it can uh, install on the SnapSynet server itself. It's the only plugin right now that can that's capable of doing that. Um, in the 4.1 release, we also uh, gain some REST APIs. Uh, we could do every single thing uh, that's available in the in the UI via the REST API. So if you have your your uh, automation um, tool of choice. You can pretty much do every single thing you can think of for the 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 the, the VSC, which is really really cool. Um, I've actually have a demo that's coming up. I should have it on YouTube sh uh, shortly. Uh, that uh, shows you how to go step by step how you create uh, from from beginning to end a a resource resource policy. I mean a, a policy, a resource group. Protect the VM, launch the launch the actual uh, uh, protection of the VM, and display it all in in, in uh, um, 
uh, via, via JSON. So it's pretty, pretty slick. So I hear the term REST API thrown out a lot. Um, so for those of us who don't know what REST API is, could you fill us in? REST APIs is um, just another form of uh, automation. We had we had SOAP. There was uh, um, oh, oh, there's just different flavors of, of automation tools that are available out there. This is just something that um, it's a standard that, that we we've uh, adhered to, and uh, it's a, it's a it's a way that you could call it via um, different methods. The simplest way, which is built in via via Swagger. It has a little UI that you click and, and fill in some information via via JSON and uh, it, it populates inf you know, information to the screen. You can then copy, let's say a token for your password authentication, pop it into another uh, uh, tag and it just keeps building out until you have uh, a flow. Once you have your flow already ready to go, then you can take that to a real automation tool and, and fill that in and it, it'll call it you know uh, the same way. Okay, cool. So from the uh, other aspects of Snap Center, what's new in 4.1, Janine? Yeah, so some of the really cool things, um, just some of the enhancements that we've added to the, to the core product is support for ONTAP 9.4. So that's kind of a cool thing because with 9.4, you get the increased snapshot count, which is really nice. Um, so you can keep more snapshots if you want to keep longer-term retention on your snapshots per volume. That, that's kind of a nice feature. So we've added support for that. And I think like the one that I can I can hear the crowd cheering and I haven't even said it yet. Um, support for Active Directory domains without trust what? and support for workers. <laughs> yes. So I, I've only been here a short time and I can't tell you how many calls I get on that and how many issues I get about RBAC with that. So yeah, I, I can I can probably count about fifteen customers I work with now that are gonna be very, very excited about that. So um, and I've actually had a customer working with that as part of the beta and loves it. Um, they are a company that has um, multiple parts to it. Uh, so they, they have many different .com addresses and they don't really work together and there's no trust in them. Um, but to try to use Snap Center before 4.1 was very difficult. So with 4.1, that's something that they were very much looking forward to and, and it, it works really well. And it got rid of a lot of the RBAC issues they were they were having with permissions denied. So. That was that was pretty awesome too, and if you've worked with um, Snap Center before, so this is for for people who have worked with the 4.0 version and have gone in and tried to upgrade and suspended um, a backup schedule and were like, "Wow, I have to do this one at a time," <laughs> and wanted to scream. By the time they had done that at the end, um, you now get the ability to suspend multiple backup schedules on a, a multiple hosts in a six, single click. Sorry, <clears throat> excuse me on that one in a single click, so that's awesome. And that, that'll make life a lot easier for, for everyone. So I think people will be pretty excited about that. And then we've got, um, I'll, let, I'll let Steve cover, I mean, I think he talked a little bit about some of the new enhancements for um, the Snap Center plugin for VMware, um, but we've got some for our plugins as well. Um, so n not only just those overall enhancements to the Snap Center, but we, we went ahead and made improvements to a lot of the plugins too. So for SQL, um, we've included support for uh, SQL Server 2017, so that's pretty cool. Um, ability to cancel running backup jobs, so you might think that was already there, but that's not, so that's really a neat thing. Wait, wait, we couldn't cancel asked. jobs before? Um, no, not jobs <laughs> that were running. <laughs> so how would you stop them? You just had to wait them out, or could you, like, recycle <laughs> yeah. a service or something? Or? Yeah. 
could, but you know, then then you had to take the server offline. So this makes life a lot easier. Man, that's like the Can't best feature you told me yet. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's the little things, Justin. It's the little things, you know. You guys have been holding out. You've been like, we're gonna wait to to release cancel <laughs> until four dollar one, and everybody's gonna love it. Well, how about we're you know, forward thinking? We don't go backwards. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, just just that you could actually suspend multiple backup schedules on multiple hosts with one click now is pretty nice too. So, well, yeah, but that's like um, something yeah. that you'd expect not to be there right away, right? Because it's like, okay, well, it's, it's, yeah, there's some coordination, there's an orchestration there, yeah. but canceling that's that's money. <laughs> you think that would be like right up there? Yeah. Money in the bank. So, Continue. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and FCI cloning support too in the in the SQL Server, so that wasn't there before. So that's that's kind of a, a, a nice additional feature as well. Um, and then then we can move on to Exchange, which was actually new in 4.0. So we only had up to go from there because it was just added in 4.0. So in 4.1, there's a whole host of new features that are being added there. So um, we're offering reseed support for Exchange um, DAGs, so database availability groups, which is is a very cool feature. Um, protection of, um, of backups via updates to existing Snap Vault, Snap Mirror relationships to secondary storage. So that's that's another pretty cool feature on the on the Exchange side. Um, I'm not an Exchange administrator, so I don't I don't know all the all all the ins and outs of of, um, of that part of the feature on how that that matters to an Exchange user, but it does. So that's a very cool new feature too. Um, and then there's also the new copy only backup option. That'll back up all the selected databases in their logs without log truncation. So if you don't want to um, truncate the log, now you can just do the, the the copy of the backup and not have to worry about truncating the logs. So um, that's all part of the enhancement to the Exchange plugin and new support for Oracle as well, which I think uh, some of our customers and in, in having talked to our our TME for Oracle, these were these were really needed and very exciting updates that we've added to the the Snap Center plugin for Oracle too. Uh, we've added support for um, Oracle Rack OneNode, which is a, a big key feature that, that our customers were asking for. Um, support for Red Hat Active Passive Clustering for Oracle databases. Um, we've also added support for Oracle Flex ASM and Flex Cluster. And then just some new key things within Snap Center itself besides just adding support you know, for, for different Oracle products and different Oracle databases. We have a new CLI option to refresh, uh, excuse me, refresh a clone um, from a new backup of the parent database. So that's pretty cool that we can do that all from the CLI now. Um, and support for parallel restores of multiple databases on the same host. So I know that's probably one that you're like, wow, we couldn't do that before. <laughs> what happened there? And um, uh, guess what we also added to the, the Oracle database plugin, um, the ability to cancel running backup jobs. Oops. <laughs> hey, cancel yeah. there too. Sweet. <laughs> yeah, so we're rounding out support for the ability to cancel. I guess I guess that'll be added to Exchange in the next version, maybe. No. <laughs> yeah. Ay, ay, ay. Uh, yeah. I know. I know. Hey, you know, it's getting there. It's it's a work in progress, right? You know, I mean, everything gets added. It it, it grows and expands and becomes a better product. Oh, so, absolutely, absolutely. You know, that's all, all cool things. So. So those are those are kind of the the core enhancements to um, 
to the plugins and the main server. And then we've added, like we alluded to before when I was, uh, you know, talking to the storage plugin, we've added some, some new custom plugins too. Now, I mean, these, the custom plugins aren't supported um, per se um, as part of NetApp support, uh, but they are community supported and they are in the NetApp automation store. And we've added a SnapCenter plugin, like I said, for storage. So that's kind of a big one. And then um, we've also added a plugin for SAP with MaxDB, like I was talking about, that, that um, HANA isn't the only database that's supported. So for SAP, we've added support for MaxDB and Adaptive Server Enterprise. So those are, those are two other kind of big ones that are in the community-supported um, automation store. Um, and that's, those are all really, really cool, neat features that, that have been added into uh, uh, for the custom plugins. And then, of course, just, just enhancing our um, Snap Center documentation and making it better and adding some new videos and things like that to, um, to help you out and help you get started and, and find your way with Snap Center if it isn't intuitively native and, and you can figure it out on your own. So there's, there's plenty of getting started videos and a YouTube playlist that will tell you all you needed to know about Snap Center and probably a lot of things you didn't want to know, <laughs> but it's all in there. And there's, there's a new getting started guide that will kind of help you get up to speed quickly if you don't want to go through the entire installation guide and the whole admin guide. And we also have a best practices guide in the works that should be ready within the next month, um, as well as sizing guides and things like that that are rounding out and making this really an enterprise product, which is what we're looking forward to going, going into the future with this. Um, we want to be able to support and scale to multiple applications. Um, be enterprise ready, be able to do HA and disaster recovery and things like that. So as the product grows and expands, we're really we're really excited about where its future is going. For the for the plugin for for the sorry the the VMware plugin, um, the, the there's only two things that really uh, are are new for this release, which is the REST APIs and then the custom name snapshots. Um, well, that's a cool feature. Um, yeah, it's a very it's a very cool feature. Um, so if you wanted to have uh, uh, like like let's say you're looking for in your in your scripts uh, underscore recent or something like that, you can you you can populate that in, into the name of the snapshot and 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 um, use your automation scripts to to pick it up. Um, the 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 one thing that I, I like to 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 highlight as a continued capability is the ability to do single file restore. Uh, right within uh, the, the your vCenter uh, your vCenter console. Uh, right now, it's only for for uh, Windows uh, file systems, and, and it's it's actually really 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 click really easy to click and 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 it, what it does is it mounts your backup as a uh, your your as a VMDK to the the Windows guest OS automatically um, assigns a drive letter. Then uh, you get a, another window that pops open. It, it's a, 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 a like a navigator window that you can look for, for where the files are located. You can highlight directories or single files. Tell it where you want it to 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 restore to. Give it the permissions, and boom! It, it automatically starts copying the files over. And once the files are, are copied over, it does the reverse. It unmounts itself and cleans up all, all the stuff for you. Something that you had to do manually before. Now that manual procedure that had to happen before you can still continue to do for linux based file systems um so you can still do the single file restore but it's just a manual process you have to mount the the the, the vmdk to the linux os uh find find your files copy them over and then you're able to at that point uh unmount the, the vmdk 
That's pretty cool because I, what I thought you were saying was we could just you know restore VMs, but you're talking about like all the way down into the like the file system level where we have actual Correct. files inside of it. Correct. So you can you can do the full VM restore with 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 a uh, you can tell it a reboot. You can install. You can restore it to an alternate ESX host. Um, only a certain VMDK or the whole thing, and then you can restore single files or directories for Windows uh, file systems. Through through the UI all auto, 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 uh, automatically uh, or a- automatically, and then uh, uh, for Linux based systems you have to do it manually. It's very cool. I've seen Steve actually do a demo of this, and he does a very slick, very cool demo of it, and can illustrate how you can you know restore a folder or an indi- individual file or you know, the entire VM and reboot it and bring it back up again. It's it's uh, really slick. If you haven't seen it, and is that is that on the YouTube list, Steve? Yes. And I want to encourage people to check that out and view it because it's a, it's a really great demo. And I think it really shows um, the flexibility and functionality um, included in Snap Center. And, and for those who maybe are like, wow, um, you know, this is too hard to use or, or had a bad taste in their mouth from an older version, um, I really suggest you give it a second look because, you know, especially through that video and, and working through Snap Center as a relatively new employee. It's um, 4.0 and 4.1 are great, and it's, it's relatively easy to use. And if you watch that demo and, and watch how Steve um, restores the VM, restores a file, and restores a folder, I think you'll get an idea for how the user interface has changed and how much easier the product's gotten. So one use case I can think of for custom snapshot names, and, and this is something that happens in my lab. So I'll stand up a VM, and I have a base image, and maybe I want to do some work on it, and then I want to reset it back to the base image. Um, previously I had a very poor workflow, which is basically take a VMware snapshot of it (laughs) and those lay around for a while and they start eating up lots of space and it's terrible, right? So with this snap protect VMware plugin, I could take a backup, name it a custom name of my VM. And then when I want to roll back, I can just find it really easily. Like I don't have to worry about all the timestamps and date stamps. Correct. Correct. And if you wish to to do a a, a VMware based snapshots, you, you could issue it through... Through the uh, the, the UI. Yeah, and I mean, the VMware-based snapshots are good for some things, right? But they're not good for laying around for a while. No. They would tell you that themselves. When you corrupted something or when you were messing around in the lab, that would make it awfully difficult to refine it, right? Yep. Yep, yep, yep. (laughs) Been there, done that. Exactly. All right, anything else? Very cool. Snap Center team? Team Uh, Snap Center? Yeah, yeah, the... uh, um, the import utility for Snap Center and um, Virtual Storage Console has been qualified to do um, your migrations from uh, older versions of VSC, so 6.2 and above, 6.1, etc., uh, over to um, to the new version of, of VSC, of VSC, so 4. Dot, or Snap Center, sorry, of 4.1. So that is, it has been qualified to do your your imports and migrations. I guess one of the things that I would plug with with Snap Center is its ability to, um, to, to to basically incorporate into the hybrid cloud. So if you're using, and I, I don't remember the, the new name of it, but you know the, the ONTAP cloud, and uh, I think it's called um, Cloud Volumes. Cloud, NetApp Cloud Volumes, yep. Yeah. Or ONTAP yeah, Cloud so Volumes, any, whatever. Yeah, so we'll, we'll just call it ONTAP Cloud because that's easier. But anyway, um, you know, it, it gives you it gives you uh, you know an access point into the cloud if you decide you want to go into the cloud, right? So if, if you have an on-prem solution and you have um, on-tap cloud volumes, 
you, you have the ability then to, you know, to, to do your backup and replicate then into the cloud. Um, you know, it gives, it gives you, it, it allows you to use ONTAP Select and ONTAP Cloud as a repository for, for your backups and, and as a Snap Mirror location, um, that, that's certainly an advantage that Snap Center has. Um, you know, for, for, for an ONTAP customer, you know, looking to be able to do uh, an economical enterprise class backup solution, uh, I think there's, there's probably nothing better than being able to use Snap Center. It's included with your premium bundle. It, it covers the major applications. It's, you know, basically um, it, you, you need a server and the plugins, um, which, are, which are on your host for your applications anyway. Um, it gives you a single place to be able to, to view your backups or stores. Single pane of glass. Your, <laughs> do everything, right. You single know, pane of glass. Do everything. And it, it comes with the premium bundle. So if you're looking for, for an enterprise solution, you know, and, and you, you have a, a secondary location that you want to go to that's running on top, on top cloud or on top select, Snap Center can take advantage of it. Why not do that? You know, to, 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 it's a great way to leverage your investment in on top anyway. Um, you know, and it's, it's once you get started and get set up and get going, the interface becomes easier to use. You, you understand what you're looking at when you have your, your resources, your resource groups, your policies and your schedules. And that gives you the flexibility to move the policies around, use different schedules for different policies for different resources and groups. And it gives you the ability to, um, to group things that you want to back up together into a resource group. And when you do that backup, they all go together. Um, that's an advantage that you really don't get with other products, right? And, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to mention a specific name, but if, if you're trying to back up a DAG um, or you're backing up a SQL, uh, an entire server with the database application um, and everything, usually the way that you set that up, right, you, you, have, you have SQL in one location, the actual application in one location, the database in one, and the logs on another, right? They're usually on separate lines. If you do that on a competitor product, you will not get a consistent backup, right? If you do it with Snap Center, you'll get a consistent backup, and you can take that consistent backup either on-prem, you can then move it to on-tap on select, you can move it to another on-tap if you want to replicate it, you can use Snap Mirror to replicate it and replicate it anywhere you want. Another a secondary premise that you own, um, you know, a colo facility that's running on-tap somewhere where, you're, where your secondary location is, um, into the cloud, uh, anywhere that, that you want to, that on-tap's on running. So, I mean, I think that gives you um, a little more flexibility than maybe some other solutions that, that have integrated snapshots, but that's not their primary focus. They want to do quote-unquote backups, um, where we can actually just take the snapshot and use the snapshot to do our granular restores and our long-term uh, retention if we want to keep it for, for longer than a day or two. Well, if you're an ONTAP customer and you're, you're running at your secondary site some version of ONTAP, be it select or cloud, or you have a secondary, you know, and here's, here's where, you know, our partners and our SEs can go out there and sell a secondary array, right? Hello, you know, and replicate to that using Snap Center. Um, it's kind of a no-brainer, right? And then if you want a tertiary copy and you want to put that out into the cloud, which why wouldn't you want to do that? You know, you have control of that all through, you know, Snap Center, through SnapMirror relationship with all of that. So, I mean, you can manage all of that, get back to your single pane of glass since you really like that. Single pane of glass! She got it right! (laughs) Where your data is, you know, in your tertiary environment. So if you want to go one, two, three, you know, as some of our people like that three, two, one thing, well, we're there, we got it, you know. That gives you the ability to put it in multiple locations. And, and still have Snap Center managing all of those locations and managing the relationships among them. 
Why wouldn't you want to do that? Why wouldn't you? All right, Stephen, Janine, the Snap Center Wonder Twins, thank you so much for joining us today. <laughs> um, if we want to reach you on social media again, Stephen, how do we do that? At Embassy Productions. That's on Twitter, right? Correct. And Janine. I am at J9Walter on Twitter. All right, and we'll add that to the show notes. Um, what, what's your guys' MySpace profiles? Gosh, I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's probably still MSC Productions, isn't it, Stephen? It probably is. That's kind of where it started from. So, yeah. yeah Stephen's, Stephen's all branding. Walter, too, so yeah, there you go. There you go. Go to the Wayback <laughs> Machine. All right, that music tells me it's time to go. If you'd like to get in touch with us, send us an email to podcast at netup.com or send us a tweet at NetApp. As always, if you'd like to subscribe, find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher, or via techontappodcast.com. If you like the show today, leave us a review. On behalf of the entire Tech on Tap podcast team, I'd like to thank Janine Walter and Steven Cortez for joining us today. As always, thanks for listening. Oh, yeah. Is it just me that's getting off on this? Oh, yeah.